Hey guys, good morning, May 3rd, May 3rd, May 3rd. This is canceltheshow.com, our little show before the show. We're trying to get in a little earlier and earlier each day, and who knows, maybe we'll do that. At one point in time, we did a 7 o'clock show, 7 to 10. Uh, anyway, it, it is interesting. Um, good morning, guys. Lizzie, by the way, Lizzie Sparks, um, not in studio today, but manning several boards. We appreciate her. She's the best at what she does with the chat line, no doubt about that. We say good morning to everybody. Pro Joe's here. I'm here. Hi, Jerry. Hi, Karen. Um, you never know who's jumping in early. It's always good to see everybody coming on in. It is interesting, though, because when you do podcast, um, people love the live aspect of the show, the hours, Pro Joe. But um, like the true podcast listeners, and we have, I had, he's like, Man, the show needs to just be like 45 minutes because then I can listen to it and I get out. That's how listeners to podcasts operate. They listen. I've heard this three different times and all people, they're experts on podcasts, but they're listeners. They're not viewers or watchers, which is interesting. But then we do something different where we have this show like maybe it's radio where it's longer format, but then you're trying to cut up segments maybe and get them to a library. So it is interesting when you're trying to figure all that stuff out. Hi, Trisha. Good morning to you as well today. Um, anyway, you're always trying to figure something out, especially when you're, um, when you're new and the palette's blank. We can paint whatever picture we want. <laughs> There's no right or wrong. Except when we do the stories, we need to have the facts done. That's for sure. Uh, hi, Paul. Good morning to you as well. Paul, Paul, we got a, we got two Pauls jumping in today. Good morning to everybody there. Um, anyway, uh, it is a Wednesday. Happy hump day to everybody. By the way, coming up tomorrow is when we're going to do, uh, we'll have our first uh, segments on the uh, marijuana industry. What's going on? What's happening? Um Greenlight, uh, one of their bud tenders, one of the funniest names for a job I think I've ever heard, <laughs> will be on tomorrow. Uh, we'll get our bud tender in uh, to talk to them. Uh, good morning, Angie. Hope everything's going well with you. Uh, Trisha says, the movers get to listen to you all. Um, oh, I guess she's moving. That's right. That's right. Jerry says, if I'm out and about in the 91 Buick, I listen through my Bluetooth stereo. That's interesting as well. But we still try to get as much information as we possibly can. That's for sure about what people want, what's going on, what's the best way. But then again, there's never going to be a way that's best for everybody with anything in life. Everybody likes it their way, what they're used to. Good morning, Kim. Good morning, Mary. Joanna. Hi, Heather. Um, that's kind of what happens. So we're, we're just kind of going each day. We're two hours. We jump in a little bit early to see what we can possibly find, what we can get moving. But once again, we're, we, we listen to everybody's ideas. Um, it doesn't mean we always get to them all, but we try um, as we jump on a little bit early today. Um, let's see what we got here. Just getting ready. Joe, do you sleep well? I only had a couple hours worth of sleep last night. I had a lot of other work to do. What the hell? But what when I listen doing? to podcasts, what the hell? When I listen to podcasts while I'm working on my computer, I listen uh -huh. to it in the background. I don't watch them. Yeah, I know. That's no. We have a new listener. Um, where he's uh, Jerry says Vic on fifty five inch looking sharp. That's cool. No, he's a good friend of mine. Very sharp guy. 
fell in love with our show, listens every day now. It's fantastic. Because there's still so many people that have no idea what we do just in the St. Louis area. I'm not kidding. The, the potential for growth is massive. I mean, like I said, we had you know around 180,000 views and listens last month, and only half were in the St. Louis metropolitan area. That's it. Under half, as a matter of fact. That's pretty wild. Like 49%. Um, you know, I mean, we want to be big everywhere. Our stories are national. Tabitha walked in and looked like she had a scared look on her face, like she did something wrong like normal. No, I didn't. I thought you guys were just talking. She's always up to something uh, no good. She's always got that look on her face, the laser beam eyes. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, we love it when you share share the show, like, subscribe, send stars, donations, help. But it is interesting. He He's like, yeah, I, I mean, he's really a good friend. He's like, I just didn't know how to find you. Because Americans go, oh, let's turn on radio. And then we know that radio can't even show you, they can't even really show you ratings. We're showing you who's listening, when they're listening, what town they're listening in. The algorithms and how this whole system is set up is so real. You are who you are. Just like the scoreboard, the scoreboard never lies. Everything's trackable. It's trackable, which is so, I mean, that's why I'm just like, man, unless you have some like blowout show on AM, FM radio, you know, is just massive. People should give us a shot. But anyway, oh, Mary just shared. Yeah, thank you again for doing that. Um, anyway, it is interesting as we try to figure out this whole game. We're having fun. We continue to do our research and um, we just come in every day, continue to do what we can. All right. What's just up, improve a little bit or a lot each day. Yeah, we're, we're, we're trying. We're trying. Jerry says, I'm three hours due north from St. Louis. Oh, wow. Uh, Jay says, terrestrial radio, normal radio is dying technology. Um, yeah, it, it, it may be. It may be. Um, I, I don't know. I just know what we do in our format and how we can track uh, certain situations and show advertisers and sponsors and partners. Uh, it makes sense. It, it just does. So anyway, uh, let's get started with the show. we got another big show coming up. Uh, let's do it. Hey guys, welcome back in. Cancel this. We're ready to rock and roll. It is May 3rd. Oh, that's right. We start the wonderful month of May as we continue to move forward with all your headlines. I'm Vic Faust with Tab of the Hassle. Eric Johnson in route. Lizzie Sparks taking care of all of the chat lines. Not one, not two, at least three platforms. Um, she is a multitasker. Pro Joe in the house. Tabitha, you just gave me a nice little look. That was nice. That was a nice look. She gave me a pleasure. Oh, do I? Is it not usually nice? Um, does anybody know somebody? And none of my friends can say anything about me. But does anybody know somebody where it just always seems like there's some dramatic event happening in their life? Only me. <laughs> and maybe this has happened to other people. But coming up on the show, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that with Tabitha. Newt Gingrich says, Republicans, look out. Michelle Obama, look out for Michelle Obama. She's lurking. It'll never happen. Michael is never going to run for president. Yeah, we'll tell you about that. Uh, vice president? No. Uh, okay. She doesn't need to be because her husband is calling the shots yeah. anyway. Change of woman of color to an actual African-American? 
um, vice president. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Not going to happen. Okay. We'll break down what they said from that standpoint. Very, very, they very, They can very. run the show from the shadows. I have no idea what the Human Freedom Index is. Oh, we're going to uh, Tabitha's out. going to break that down in her tab take. I look forward to that. AI rearing its ugly head. I can't wait for that. Plus the Screen Writers Guild. They're on strike, so it's affecting shows. Um, I can promise you this. Any screenwriters uh, guild strike will never affect canceltheshow.com. That's right. We will never do that. <laughs> we do our we own don't writing. use them. We do everything. <laughs> we created ourselves. Uh, also, when we get into that, is there a conspiracy theory behind the guild? Is is late night top show TV host? Are they connected to something nefarious? Hmm. There have been rumors about this going on for quite some time behind the scenes. Um, let's just say linked maybe with Epstein in some situations. Um, we saw what happened kind of with Ellen. She just kind of disappeared for a while, didn't she? She did. After being linked. Well, allegedly she wasn't the only talk show host. We'll talk about that Ooh, as well. So we got a lot to get wait. to. Uh, plus the news of the day, the headlines. Thank God they found the evil, horrible man um, in a manhunt um, after the Texas mass shooting from earlier this weekend that ended they found the guy in in texas he did not go to mexico i'm shocked we were all wrong we thought he was in texas in mexico um, yeah they got him down to cleveland texas francisco i don't even like to say their names anyway, don't don't give them credit yeah 100 so anyway uh take a look at our advertisers our partners right now we'll come back start this show You've waited, and now it's here, the unveiling of the latest Carol House Lifestyle Collections. I'm Brooke, with my sister Amy, inviting you to see three football fields of the latest styles. Our new Lifestyle Collections are premium quality furniture, made exclusively for us and available only at Carol House. The attention to detail is unmatched, and so is the value, nearly half the price of a typical gallery store. Plus, get free financing, delivery, and in-home design. Carol House, because you like nice things. Kathy O. Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314-276-SOLD. That's 314-276-7653 or 5 Finder online at experience-re.com. Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. As all of you may know, the home of the Cancel This Studio is located at the all-inclusive private jet hangar, Strategic Air Services. Founded in Chesterfield, Missouri, they take pride in offering a meticulous approach to private aviation through services that fully manage your trip from takeoff to landing. Strategic Air Services is more than just storage for your aircraft. They offer state-of-the-art amenities to its members and guests. When you are not traveling, you have the luxury of enjoying their world-class gym, conference rooms, lounges, and so much more. Strategic 
Air Services offers an unparalleled luxury experience for all things private aviation. If you're looking for a new place to call home for your aircraft, give them a call today at 636-400-7601. Again, that's 636-400-7601. Or visit their website at strategicairservices.net. And we say welcome back in. By the way, Complete Auto Body Care and Repair. Six facilities throughout the St. Louis metropolitan area. And if you have an auto body facility around the country, you do what they do. They've got climate-controlled conditions in all six of their places. If you're a technician or know somebody's a technician, you're not going to get paid any better or have a better work environment than Complete Auto Body Care. They do everything at Complete Auto Body and Repair, though. Windows, tires, cars. Lizzie's uh, daughter went there to have business. And we had two other people tell us they love their experience there. You've got that. Plus, please check out Renewal by Anderson. Uh, they partnered with the show. It is the time of year. It's free to get a quote. You have no, 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 no commitments to get a quote. The best part about it is if you do find something, you're helping out cancelthisshow.com. If you know somebody, at least get a quote. I haven't heard anybody who's been disappointed with Renewal. Their product is top-notch, and that's why they've jumped with the show, and we're with them as well today. All right, we appreciate everybody jumping in today. Um, Tabitha, I was curious. Yes. Um, well, first of all, a couple of headlines. They found the guy in Texas who we talked about. Uh, Kim Gardner, the circuit attorney in St. Louis, the attorney general trying to remove her from office. Guess what? That trial is going on. She was trying to get it released. Oh, we want another judge. Oh, we don't like the... Uh, okay. Okay, Kim, done. So that trial is moving on. More and more people quit her office, say that uh, basically calling her a racist, saying at, that she's accusing other people that they can't do their job, judges, police, her own staff, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, um, that is moving on as she continues. I mean, she's got a couple. Have maybe. you seen her statement? What's her latest? She it's, made a statement. She's yesterday. lost me 100% because instead of looking in the mirror, she's blaming everybody right. else. And it's sad. It's sick. Um, the fact, I don't know what's worse that there were people who voted for her because of the color of her skin matched theirs, or if it was a situation where um, it's worse that she's just who she is right now. I, I agree. And she obviously doesn't care. She made a statement yesterday, I believe it was, where she said she doesn't care if everyone leaves the office. She doesn't care. Doesn't bother her any. It's the worst thing you can possibly Good say. Good luck to them, she says. No, it's just it's a horrible statement on the residents of St. Louis who actually went out and voted for, but it's worse for the residents who didn't vote. But that's anyway, right. um that's that situation's continuing to move on. Um and we just wanted to get that done. Also, um <laughs> I don't know what the hell this situation is, this topic that you want to get into today. About the Freedom Index? Yeah, forgive me. I, and I didn't even go look it up because I wanted to be educated today because I've never heard the term, the Freedom Index. But, and I don't care if I'm if people think I've lost my mind, but I don't know what the Freedom Index is. So before we start, Projo, have you ever heard of the Freedom Index? I have not. This is the first I've okay. heard. That's why I specifically didn't go look for this. And, and I'm sure we have listeners who are very familiar. Now, I can think about it and try to think rationally, okay, what does it really mean? And then maybe come to it. But I just wanted to make sure that I knew what you were talking oh, about. Oh, yes. Well, it, it's by the Cato Institute. It's called the Feud Human 
Freedom Index, and they publish the Human Freedom Index every single year. And I tracked it from 2016 up to the current year, which is 2022. And what the Human Freedom Index is, is they talk about the different things that uh, that will that will give you your freedom in a country. And then they rate each country by your freedom as a, a human living in that country. So here are the things that they rate countries by. Okay. Rule of law, security and safety, movement, religion, association, assembly and civil society, expression and information, relationships, size of the government, legal system and property rights, sound money, freedom to trade internationally, and regulations. Where, where would you think the United States would be on the li- this list? Oh, my God. How many countries did they look Every at? Every country. Know? Every country. 165 countries. Every single country rated from the most free country to the least free country, the country with the most restrictions. And, I, you know, we talk so much on this show. Like, where do we go? When we lose our freedoms here, when we've lost everything here, where do we mm. go? And Eric just brought it up again yesterday. He's like, well, tell me, where do I go? And guess what he said? Switzerland, didn't he? Yeah, he said, well, he's like, well, I've got some Scandinavian blood in me. Maybe I head back to Switzerland. Guess what country is number one? Switzerland. Switzerland. Yeah. Switzerland. They score a nearly perfect score, personal freedom, 9.35. Economic, then this is out of scale of one to 10, with 10 being the most free. Personal freedom, 9.35. Economic freedom, 8.37. Human freedom, 8.94. Their freedom score changes. I've actually gone down 0.23% since last year. An interesting note would be that when you track the United States on the Freedom Index score, from 2016 through now, we've gone down several positions. Okay. Uh, we have moved down. We're not even in the top 10. Yeah. I Home of the free, <laughs> land of the brave. And that's why I always say freedom is home of the free land of the brave. Yeah, freedom is an illusion. There's no question about it. We here in the United States, guess where we are at? Well, only our our listeners and viewers who actually watch the show, maybe not the the listeners for this podcast, can't see it, but they've already said it. We're number thirty. No, well, actually, no, we're number twenty-three. Okay, we are number twenty-three in the two thousand twenty-two. That's so sad. Two thousand twenty-two. Ah, number twenty-three, and I'll tell you who is in the top. We've got, yeah, we've got multiple people saying it's thirty. Well, if it's thirty, it's not thirty on the Human Freedom Index, which I am looking at right now on whatever it's Cato Institute. It's over twenty, and that's an issue. it is. And we have... How, do top. we have rated individual scores? We do. So for us on the score sheet, we are, let's see here, 8.42 for personal freedom. But 8.42 on a scale of what? 10. 7.97 for economic freedom. 8.23 for human freedom. We have gone down 0.52% since since 2020. And the, the That's pandemic related. And the top 10, the top 10... Switzerland, New Zealand, Estonia, Denmark, Ireland, Sweden, Iceland, Finland, Netherlands, and we'll go down to Luxembourg. Oh, the, Viking, the top 10. The Viking territories. <laughs> um, what is the lowest ranking for the United States oh. of America? I'm curious about that. As far as what is the the worst country on the list? No, no. Oh. What is what is what does America score the lowest lowest in in regards to the individual uh, criteria that they surveyed? 
oh, let's me go back to the United States. Because the, the fact that we're not a nine or a 10 on personal freedom when it comes to... We have gone down, by the way, we've moved down seven spaces, <laughs> seven spaces in the Freedom Index from where we, we once were, seven spaces. What do you mean from where we once well, were, like a year or... It says here we've moved down seven spaces since 2019. Okay, does it break down... Just the individual figures. categories. Just the figures that I already read to you. Yeah, but what is our lowest? Let's see here. Let me I, go back to it. I need to know so the lowest. The lowest ranking score we have would be an economic freedom, and that would be a 7.97 out of 10. Okay, so we scored in the 7, 7.9. What exactly is economic freedom? That well, would have I to would, be broken down for me. Yeah, and, and it, I, I didn't get into all of that. I, I'm assuming economic freedom means the sound of your money. You know, how you spend your you, money, how, how you, you spend, save your money, where you put your money. Exactly. Do you have the freedom to save? Do you have uh, sound money? I think it goes into the whole sound money concept that they're talking well, about. What exactly is sound money? Well, I, Because I, then you get into, it's not freedom, it's how strong is your dollar. Well, it is. It's about your economy. I mean, there's no question that it's about your economy. How sound is your dollar? How sound is your economy and if they were to redo this today we'd probably be in a much worse position yeah from the chat line robert says ireland's a mess and some of those countries that are in the top 10 are a mess and they you, really really are and that's and the cato institute yeah. is, do we know where the cato institute is based? i know very little about the cato institute i'm sure robert probably i'd like to know more about the cato institute where they're based are they a liberal leaning democrat uh republican leaning that's the one thing i've known with polls surveys you name it the number one thing you should always do is anytime you see a poll before you look at it, who put it on, who paid for it, and then know something about those companies or what is their desired goal in doing the survey. I would say that the survey is pretty accurate. Yeah, I, I, I really I've never heard anything about the Cato I think Institute. It's, I, I don't know anything about the Cato Institute. I've heard of them, but I, you know, and and it's not it's not really a poll. I don't know how they go back and derive their numbers, but I will tell you what I think they are correct. And if you look down further. To let's say the last five, I think that's pretty accurate as well. You know, number 165 coming in at the lowest would be Syria, the Syrian Arab Republic. And then we have Yemen, uh, Venezuela, Iran, Egypt, Sudan, Saudi Arabia, Somalia, Iraq. Those are definitely countries who, who have lost their freedoms. There's no question about it. I, I would think that we were far down below 23. <laughs> so I think that's a pretty good score for us. Yeah. No, I mean, I know it's easy to... No, that, that, that's sad. I mean, that's terrible. Well, it's sad that we, we continue to climb down the list. And if, if the Cato Institute is as liberal as what people on our comment line are saying, then where are we really on the list? I mean, really, or should we really be number 50? And they're just giving us some extra credit? Um, when you want, like the idea, what concerns you the most? Yeah, I mean, you like the idea of doing this story. You want to focus on it for your tab take. Because and- I, the reason why is because we talk so much on this show. Where, where are countries at? Where do we have our freedom? If we don't have it here, where do we have it? And yesterday, I think we all agreed, Switzerland, you know, some of the Scandinavian countries, I, they absolutely do have more freedom than we do here. Think about some of these countries, you know, where you have the right to carry a gun anywhere you want. As a matter of fact, every household has a weapon. Mm-hmm. Every household has a weapon. You know, you see kids and it's not because they're having shootings or because they have a high crime index. It's because it is your freedom what, and your right to carry. What country did you say every person has a gun? I believe, it, is it Sweden or Switzerland? 
Well, Eric, you guys know? Eric allegedly told us that kids carry guns to school. They do. I, I, they do. And I was like, what? I'd never heard that before. But their culture. You don't have to, but you Their can culture has to. been educated to the point where they know, okay, this is how we use it. This is what I'm pretty we sure use that's Switzerland. But you can see photos. It's kind of funny if you see the photos, you'll see all the kids riding their bikes to school with like an AR-15 strapped to their back. But, it, but you know, but they use it responsibly. We're, we're, we don't hear about school shootings in Switzerland, do we? I was just but there's no school shootings over there. Now, and Rob, no, here's, the, here's that situation. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> mandatory and given by the government. Yeah, mandatory given by the government in Switzerland to have a weapon. Every household is given a weapon, from what I understand, for every uh, from individual the Facebook in the line, Drew, Drew says that's a lie. Uh, I don't think so. It's not a lie. It's Drew. not a lie. Um, do some research and check back in. Kevin just looked it up and uh, he says it's Iceland. Oh, Iceland yeah. or Thank Switzerland. You, Which country? Iceland has. So there but is. But I think a there's more. There must be more than one because so I know in Switzerland. So they there's carry a gun. Weapons. So there's a country that you have kids. So there is the there is one country. It says they've had no murders since. Yeah, that's it. This is. It works. Isn't that, isn't it that works. Crazy? That's what we're saying. It works. More guns, not less guns. More guns, not less guns. Um, we've already learned in life re- regulation is not a good thing. It's not good in business for the most part. It's not good. Um, I'll, I'll give you your other thing. Drew, I just saw the comment line because he says, told you. Okay, you were right about the country, but you weren't right that it doesn't exist. Um, and I'm pretty. And, and, and Iceland is not the only country because I know there's a Scandinavian country. Whether it's Sweden or Sw- it's one of Sweden or Switzerland, I don't know. Which it's Switzerland. Country. Is it Switzerland? Yeah. yeah. Because I know that one of those countries do. Because you see all the little blonde yeah. girls with their little ponytails riding to school with their guns on their back. <laughs> regulation, as I was saying, is one of the worst things that can happen because with regulation and excess regulation, it eliminates freedom. And when you don't have the freedom, you have these situations and the score that comes by. And by the way, the Cato Institute. The Cato Institute out of Washington, D.C. So I'm surprised. I figure maybe we should be way down the list and they put us up to exactly. 30. We exactly. We might be 100 or 150, <laughs> but the Cato Institute based right there in Washington, D.C. Because I, I was looking at the reason why I looked this up and the reason why this came to my attention is we talk so often about China. Eric was talking about China yesterday. We talk about China all the time and how... A lot of times, if China has a policy, it's not long after China institutes the policy that we start following the policy. We start carrying down that guideline. They had COVID restrictions. Well, then the next thing you know, we have COVID restrictions. Todd, you know, it, Todd the blonde girls with guns could be Iceland is what Tabitha was talking about. It could about. be, but it is definitely Switzerland that I'm thinking of. Riding their bikes to school or walking to school because, once again, their countries do it the right way. It's a family model. It is, it is taught. From the get-go, just like alcohol in Europe, it's not uncommon to have kids drinking some alcohol from an early age because they're taught responsibility with it. They should add an AR-15 to the Swiss Miss package. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. <laughs> what are we talking about? The sound of music here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're talking about how other countries have more freedom than we do here in the United States. Oh, no. It was her, and, it was and her they, tab take from the Human Index. And report. what you just said, though, was so spot on. I honestly believe we are so much further down the list than number 23. So much further down the list. I really do. Why do you scare me already? It's not meant to scare you. I'm scared. Um, yeah, I've been to, I, you know, that you go to Switzerland, you don't, it's it's a feeling more than anything else. You know what I mean? But it's Iceland that has the, the, the guns. Where well, every, and Switzerland, and Switzerland. Where, where for sure Switzerland? About, I know for sure Switzerland does, yes. I've lived in many communities in this country where 
every single person in my subdivision had a in, in, just a cache of weapons that I never saw. Never knew about them. It was just when you were you would be in the backyard with a beer, not a well a Bud Light at the time, watching a football game, and you go, man, I, yeah, I had this little Glock, and you go, oh, you got a Glock, I got a closet full of stuff. They don't come out with this stuff. It's there to protect their families. Yeah. And this all you know came I mean? from the human. It's about the culture. Our- it's about it's about when you go to places like Switzerland and Iceland and and the UK. I don't know what their gun laws are. No, don't re- no, the UK don't. They don't have guns. They don't have guns. Okay. No, they have knives. Right. It's not even about that. So you can make the case for the UK not having a lot of crime. You can make Switzerland not having a lot of crime. Switzerland? It seems like the United States is a crime-ridden... Well, of course we are. We're like the Wild West. Switzerland has not had a mass shooting in 21 years. 21 years. Okay. It's not their thing. Well, well, since this article was written actually a little bit longer. It's cultural. I think it's this weird cultural thing, man. It's like, it's not even about crime. It's about, you know, the thing about St. Louis is... 200 times out of 200 times, you might be able to go there and not get your car busted into or get assaulted or anything. It's the fear of the knowledge that it could happen at any moment. That's what I re- the biggest problem with St. Louis is. It's not knowing where the crime is. It's not knowing when you're going to get shot at by a- these weapons that you're talking about here. Most places don't have that. In Switzerland, Switzerland, <laughs> they every year they held a shooting contest for kids yeah. aged 13 to 17. Yeah. And they talk and they teach classes in your actual classroom, yeah. your school classroom, about gun safety. About where gun where safety. was the country that had the skiing and shooting? What, which it's in the Olympics, I know that, but you there's this. I can't remember the name of the. What's do you know the name of the event? It's like you ski around these like these. No, it's alpine skiing. Alpine skiing, and you you ski around with the rifle and you shoot things, and it's like the weapon is a it's a it's a sport. It's a, a Nordic event, right? It's a and Nordic they should event. ban it because it's only the Scandinavian countries that do well. <laughs> so what? We're the only ones that do I well at it. American football, you know, yeah, Eric, that's, and that's not a. Olympic sport. No, it should be. Though. It's only an American it should sport. Be. Rugby should be a, an American sport too. So it says the here biathlon. that having in in Switzerland, having armed citizenry mm. has helped the Swiss remain neutral yeah. for more than two hundred years. Because if their government does something, has foreign policies they don't like, guess what? Hell They're yeah. all armed. That's right. They are all armed, and that is the reason why we have our constitution, why we have our Second Amendment rights, yeah. and they call it. Armed neutrality, armed neutrality, and that's why Switzerland yeah. stays out of all this ridiculousness. And that's where this this it's where this government is really finding itself in a quagmire. Is this this gosh darn <laughs> Second Amendment here in the United States? And I think you see the frustration come out when Biden says, "You know what? We if you you want to keep your guns, that's stupid. We got F fifteen Eagles. We have F sixteens, F 18s We got the, the you know we'll we'll destroy you." I mean, just that weird language coming out of there. But you hear the frustration in their voices like, yes, we want to take your weapons away so we can control you more. Right. But, you know, to say it, you can't sound frustrated, but you can say weird stuff like Biden says to spout out. So we have nuclear weapons. So Iceland has Iceland and Switzerland. And I don't know about other countries, but look at this with Switzerland. The government gives all men. Between the ages of 18 and 34, a pistol or a rifle, yeah. and then they train them how to use yeah. them. 
But you're you're talking about hardware. So you were right, Tabitha. Well, we're, well, it's it, there are, and I I believe there are more than two countries. I just don't have time to look them all up. I just looked up Iceland. Mm-hmm. Kevin is absolutely straight on, yeah. spot on with Iceland. Yeah. And Switzerland is the same way. They don't give yeah. every person a weapon. They but they give some women and all mm-hmm. men yeah. a weapon, and they have school training on weapons. And guess what? They uh, they haven't been in a war since 1815. They've never been invaded. Okay. They do not have any type of terror attacks. Yeah. They don't have mass shootings. Not yeah. one, not one since two thousand one. So, so maybe, you're you're tr- you're 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 doing. You're maybe make, it's you're, more guns, not less guns. So you're making the case of it's not the weapons on this show. It's the it's not the weapons. It's the culture. It's, it's the very much mentality. the culture and the mentality. Okay. That is correct. Very mm-hmm. much the culture and the mentality because they are raised using weapons they are taught in a cool classroom how to use a weapon weapons are there every day they're not using weapons to commit i guarantee you there's i guarantee you there's more weapons and nice weapons in beverly hills than there are here in st louis they just don't use them there they use them to protect themselves well there's a lot of crime in beverly hills it's 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 the difference between an offensive mind thought and a defensive mind thought and here in st louis it's very offensive i love i hate be honest with you but it's crazy every morning i go through this nice seven o'clock in the morning till seven twenty-seven little thing on fox 2 and it's basically the it's the st louis crime report brought to you by john Pertzborn. and it's basically just going over all the shootings and the nice video that they capture from 11 o'clock at night until three o'clock in the morning in st louis Did it's you know, offensive it's offensive well we're, we're doing everything wrong here we're trying to ban guns and we already know only the criminals are are the ones who use guns illegally. But you know what else Switzerland has? They have a fantastic free mental health program. Bingo. For all of their... Yeah, have you ever been to Switzerland? Have you guys ever been to Europe? I have never been. You've never been to Europe? When you talk to the people over there, it's very passive. It's very respectful. It's very slow. It's not like here. It's very... It's not like... It's not like St. Louis, Missouri people. It's very... Uh, they they definitely they conform with their surroundings <laughs> for sure. It's very beautiful. People here are crazy. Let's just put yeah. it that way. Hey, by the way, this is cancel this cancel this show dot com. Speaking of <clears throat> crazy, uh, Eric, I was crazy, asked, busy. I was asked last night. Hey, by the way, did Eric ever go out and use uh, any sort of the the skills that that Lily woman you had on last Friday? Did he go out to 370 and summon UFOs to uh, talk to and take pictures with? No, I'm not that that coordinated. With oh, my you thoughts. did. <laughs> Somebody who was listening to that show goes, "Well, I, Eric was really into that. He was like, hey, can you ask no. the aliens this question?'" Eric's for me? been over at Bush Wildlife. No, I'm the kind of guy. I'm the kind of guy that goes on the with website. His Bud Light. I go on the website and I look for the Alton Ghost Tours. I don't know where to find the ghost. I just want somebody to show them. <laughs> and speaking of which, coming up this Friday. On our paranormal free for all conspiracy theory Friday, mm. oh, we went big time to help educate Tabitha on the existence of dinosaurs or not. Um, we've got Pete McAvicky. He is the foremost leading paleontologist in the United States, or at least one of them, mm-hmm. uh, from the University of Minnesota. He is going to be joining us Friday morning. Also, one of the top uh, preparers from the Field Museum in Chicago. So that they're going to 
address I've been there many times the assembling of the bones from this the fossils the assembling of the fossils Tabitha says the fossils the paleontologists they're, they're fossils say the bones they're not bones they're fossils did you know that you can find and it's millions of year old Friday. pieces of wood that are petrified <laughs> petrified wood absolutely well what's the difference between because a petrified petri- wood and a petrified bone wood disintegrates uh, different than a human body does or, a, or an animal it's organic body. it's all carbon it's very different and, and help I'll, me out over here here, brothers and outside of Come that on. we're also going to be talking about mud fossils oh here, here we go because yeah. if i i encourage everyone before friday to look up what a mud fossil <laughs> is because if we're going to believe and i i for the record i've never said dinosaurs that's what tabitha exist. calls her ex-boyfriend i said there's but there is a lot of mud fossils oh, that's true uh there there is a lot of misinterpretation yeah joe can we look turn up on mud fossils. joe can we turn on their mics please buddy oh my god that's funny. Like, that's what I'm calling a lot of real estate agents right now. <laughs> Mud fossils. Mud fossils. <laughs> well, when he said crazy, I thought he was referring to you guys because you guys are crazy busy. I would never busy. say that. Crazy ever, busy, I thought ever, you were heading ever. into. Eric wants to know, A now, what are the rates in Switzerland? Oh, because God. Switzerland's got Eric's it all moving. going on. Here, but pull, What's pull, the market Hold on, like pull your mic up. Pull your guys' mic up because this is an important day. Oh, this oh, is a damn important real day. Tabitha and I will check out. It's early, Eric. <laughs> is it early? No, I don't know, man. It feels late in the game to me. But uh, So, let's go, to, let's go right to it. Interest rates. Are they coming down? Are they getting better? Are you going, oh. And then I have another question, a follow-up. So, don't listen. It'll, it'll, it'll continue on. You get one follow-up. Let's, let's start with a little nugget. Yes. Uh, as far as rates are concerned, yes. it depends on what side of the coin you're on. So the Fed's meeting today, they're predicted to raise the uh, the benchmark rate by another quarter. Yes. 25 basis points, right? All right. That's great news. Yeah. You know that what? sucks. <laughs> it could be. Um, a lot of people in the mortgage world think it's going to be good for the mortgage rates. Why? Okay. Uh, because what it's doing is it's, it's explaining that, well, if they pause, right? So they're going to raise the rates by a quarter, and then they say, mm-hmm. whoever they are, yeah. they're going to pause for yeah. a little while. It kind of gives us some insight into what's happening with the economy. Yeah. So instead of saying automatically they're going to continue to raise rates, you know, they're going to say we're going to pause and we're going to watch inflation. And if inflation does continue to go down, mm-hmm. the CPI comes out next week, the Consumer Price Index. Yeah. So that's a you know the cost of uh, goods and services for consumers, that runs with inflation. Yeah, I was talking to a good friend of mine in Washington the other day, yesterday, shit, and uh, he's a beast in the business, and, and he thinks that the CPI numbers are going to come in lower, inflation numbers are going to come in lower, so mortgage rates could potentially drop a little bit mm-hmm. today, could potentially drop a little bit next week. Yeah. But they also could go up, Eric. Man, okay, so 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 we don't know. It's 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 it's, it's hovering around that weird six percent thing, seven percent, right? Somewhere yeah, in there. In between that, All right. right. Um, second thing. Just because the benchmark rate goes up doesn't always affect mortgage rates. Right. You know, they're they're talking about recession that's going to happen later this year. Yeah. Job losses. Oh, good. You know, the banking uh, yes. crisis that just happened. That is actually pausing the economy, so it's helping inflation mm-hmm. a little bit right now. So. Yeah. You know, that was unexpected. That could help inflation speed up. I mean, the decrease of inflation yeah. speed up. And since you're a big wig in the industry, we have to talk about this. There's this thing now where if you have a good credit score, you have to pay 1.75% more on your down payment or something like that. And if you have a less than 600 credit score, 
you get a reduction in like 1% and it's easier to get a mortgage. Can you explain all that? Make any sense of it? That's all the rage, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we, it's, we, it's, we had it's, Steve on and we talked. I to wasn't about here. This. Go. Yes, you were. <laughs> Go. We did an entire no, I mean, podcast. No, because it just. <laughs> I mean, Eric, we did an entire podcast on this. It just you know happened so? Monday. No, it's, no, it didn't. Didn't no. it just happen Monday? No. May 1st, no. it went into effect. May 1st, it went into effect. It went into effect. We, we talked previewed. about it last week, right? Yeah. Yes, we but did. But Eric was already starting to try and reverse it. Who is? Oh, legislature. So there, the states are, are great question, 20, Eric. There's 27 states right now trying to reverse that rule. So okay. you know it's out there. Yeah. it just goes to show how ridiculous it was. Yeah, um, it's unconstitutional. You know, it we're probably seems... going to get some backlash on on the chat about me saying that. But no, you a year? No, <laughs> no, no. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Speaking that's of that's why we're here, right? Speaking <laughs> of backlash, before Eric jumps in again, is it considered fraud for me to say I'm a minority so I can get? A better rate and Ooh. a better opportunity to get a home loan because she identifies that way. If I identify as an alien, that way, look, I don't get into the whole identify this or that in this world. <laughs> but you have to now. The banking wait, whoa, industry. So. Wait, wait, wait. You have to now because it's part of the Great game. Question, Tab. It's have, part of the game. Don't have to supply that information if you're not comfortable. with But it. if it helps me, I will. Right. Correct. Absolutely. And will now, somebody Sabbath come to my house and prove it? Because I could get a lot of a lot of um, money from the government. I really don't want to, to answer that question. To purchase, and, you, and, and you don't have to. It was a very much a rhetorical question. We'll talk offline. <laughs> but it, I, I'm kind so of confusing. frustrated with the whole situation because me. So confusing. Because me, if I go and I want a home mortgage, I have to put all the money down that's required. I have. They are going to look at my credit score. They're going to look at my bank reports. But if I claim a minority, they're not going to do any of those things. And, and I, this is a rhetorical question. You guys do not have to answer this but me myself i'm really frustrated with it because it's not right it's not fair but it's happening right here in this country yeah. okay eric it's your turn well let's go <laughs> kathy how are you doing it's, 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 no 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 because i'm because I'm, here working. you know this goes in, here turn that mic over there All right, here we go. Our, 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 our key grip over here is going to help us out um I've already noticed, and please tell me if I'm wrong. Sure. Hopefully, I'm not wrong. Ho- home prices are coming down. Is that correct or is that not correct? I mean, I'm starting to see this trend of like people going, eh, maybe I can't get as much for Only this house. Only the ones no one wants. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. That's, that's it. It's, 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 um, a mixed bag. Is it a mixed bag? Yeah, yeah. So inflation, so this this inf, it, the interest rate being that high isn't affecting what we need to affect is the home prices worth two hundred fifty thousand coming back down to two hundred fifty thousand. Well, there's a yeah, there's not, plenty of buyers out there yeah, at these rates. There's just see no inventory. That unfortunately. Okay, unfortunately. What's our weekly update with inventory, Kathy? Do you know? Do we, we get over five hundred yet? Five hundred, Vic. We have not hit the five. Okay, that's our that's on, our benchmark for five hundred. Eighty three coming soon. So we're inching up. On the and summer's coming and, and it's and, finally getting warm. And ninety percent of the coming soon's have already got contracts on them. No right? question. Well, Thirty people <laughs> waiting in the wings. Here's the deal: they shouldn't, because again, they passed mm-hmm. a rule. I think it was last year. They keep changing these rules mm-hmm. that a house that is in coming soon status, no one is supposed to be able to see it, including the listing agent, is okay. not supposed to be able to show it hmm. to anyone, because that's giving the listing agent an unfair advantage. But do they? Got <laughs> a few people recently yeah. that have you know under the radar. So, so there, you will see some that say coming soon and then immediately go to pending. Yeah. That's exactly what I just saw one that did that last yes. week. So either someone's broken the rule or um, 
you have buyers that are making offers that are saying, hey, I'm going to make you an offer contingent upon me viewing it Mm -hmm. as soon as I can view it. So then they've got their contract first in line. Mm -hmm. They're not breaking the rule. They're getting in. Mm -hmm. Then they can decide right then and there, do I want it or not want it? Now, does a seller necessarily want to take one of those contracts? Yeah. Some might, if it's a really good contract. Yeah. You could do a master class and stuff. Because this, I've never heard any of these conversations. Because it's, like it's like the gate at the Kentucky Derby opening up. Yeah. And then all the horses going as soon as that come. Because the coming soons, have you? you yes. Know, I don't know if, so they are nice. Hell yeah, they <laughs> are. Good timing for that comment, too. There's so yeah. much strategy that's hidden within all the rule changes that happened Mm -hmm. in 2020 with clear cooperation, which is the coming soon statuses, the held statuses, all that stuff. If you're you're trying to navigate this on your own, Mm -hmm. you're losing out because you don't understand. You want to know another thing that you could do a master class on? Yeah. This thing where you buy a house... And that you have to be in a certain zone to be. What is the, what are the the rentals? What are the when you rent it out? Uh, Airbnb. What, Airbnb. Airbnb. Yeah. You can't if you buy a house and you're like I'm going to Airbnb this. You can't do it right. unless you're Correct. inside of a yeah. certain circle. Isn't that right? Yeah, long term. Right. One hundred percent. Need to make sure you check. Who knew that subdivision bylaws and that are for short-term rentals before you go out. Wow. And do you guys just talk about this all day? Yes. Do you guys like I back would. and forth, a husband-wife team doing what you do? <laughs> I mean, is it, is it 24-7? <laughs> no. Yeah. This and hormones. <laughs> <laughs> speaking That's about right. speaking about his business, their business. Yes. With uh, with right, new age. right, I should clarify. <laughs> Probably like like our us in politics. Business. Hey, I got a question from one of our listeners and viewers who wanted me to ask you this, and it goes on the heels of what Eric was talking to you about. Are home prices and land prices kind of following each other, or is one more expensive, one holding its ground? What have you guys seen with that? Well, do you have any? They're they're insight? both increasing. They're not necessarily increasing at the same rate. Um, you know, there's there's always a an audience for land, but it's a different audience. Than What's increasing? <clears throat> increasing in value. What? No, which one is increasing well, both more? Both increasing, but I'm saying that I, I feel like there's just a different buyer pool for land. There's more, you can get, the more land that you buy in big plats, so you've got the developers yeah. that are buying those, they're going to get that at a better rate because they're buying yeah. bigger. The one-off lots. How does, that, how does that work? Because let's say if you if you purchase a home and the seller says, okay, well, I have three other lots that are for sale separately mm-hmm. and individually. Mm-hmm. How do you, do you combine all that together? Do you buy the lot separate? Yeah. Uh, how does the lending work for that? Because it, 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 is it different or is it the same? It, it depends. You can you can buy them together, and you have to combine the parcels, or you can do a contract mm-hmm. with each separate parcel. Now the loan is different because there's there's um, and what is it a twenty five acre maximum for residential lots? I believe I think it's twenty five acres or twenty four point yeah. um, After that, it's hard to get residential lending for for that. So I'll let you speak on that. Mm-hmm. But you usually you see them. Say I'm buying this, and it includes yeah. tax ID number X Y Z included. Um, but it just depends on how big. So you can lump are. it together <clears throat> with the with the well, home mortgage. Tra- traditional financing, each piece has to be its own parcel. Yes. So mm-hmm. if you get a loan on it in a traditional financing, you know, I'm not talking about any type of portfolio product or right. or um, you know bank product or commercial product. Right. Any type of traditional financing, it has to be tied to a single parcel. 
Yeah. Okay. What so is we've had, had that happen where the people have written the contract and they've included all the parcels and we've had to go back yeah. and separate them oh. because of the loan. So what you can do make three different know. contracts. Again, I was wondering how that would <clears throat> yeah. Again, it comes down to this for me, and I think that whoever gets this is going to, and you guys are going to do it. I know. Condominiums. No. Well, <laughs> so I think that we are living. You're competing with this BlackRock garbage where they come into these communities and they buy the houses and they rent them out. Well, right? no, they're not competing with. We're well, not right? competing. You. I mean. You'll sell them to them. Buyers can Base, them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in a, in a sense, we are, but, too, because with those type of companies, um, they... They're doing well, depending damage. Depending on who they are. So some of the some of the companies want houses that are already listed. Other ones are buying yeah. them from the... From they're the, doing damage to our community, but, but in my opinion. But eventually, it will hurt your business, because oh, once, it, once uh, they own yeah. all the homes, they're not going to sell them, Correct. and there are going to be a lot right. less they're, homes they're on they're the market. They're buying to hold instead of buying to live, and then... And that's why we need to make laws the, that the protect re- people. Yeah. But are there any... I'm just... Forgive me, though, for this, because Eric brings up BlackRock every week, and that's fine. It's a legitimate subject. Yes. Is there any sort of... And I know this may sound crazy. Any sort of positive things they're doing or concepts that they're doing that rolls back into what you guys are doing? Not in my world. Okay. I mean, because yeah. if they're buying it, then there is no opportunity to finance it. I just wanted to hear somebody say, no, there's nothing yeah. good that can come from No, it's, it's predatory, in my opinion, because it's like they get to di- uh, dictate what happens with the houses. They get to dictate what happens to the communities, right? It it's the 800-pound gorilla. It, it's not a free market. Totally so you said in your market it's not a good thing. Well, it no, can't I mean, be. In the mortgage. Right, right. because you know, they're going to finance their own homes. Yeah. And they're going to turn into an apartment complex. Okay. Kathy's going to play devil's advocate. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So, <laughs> so when they first hit the St. Louis area, it was it was pre-pandemic, and there right. I was faced with okay, we had one of them as our client, mm-hmm. so our client was coming in saying we want we want to buy twenty houses a month, right? And Oof. this was again before then they were up to fifty and it kept rising, but this was before we really got into the crazy housing market, like literally minutes before. Mm-hmm. And f- I had to look back at it because I started thinking long-term, I'm always thinking long-term, man, what's this gonna be like for our inventory? We're already having inventory crisis before we were really having an inventory crisis. Right. What's this gonna do when these houses don't turn back over? So I was having angst about that, but then on the flip side, when I'm representing a seller, mm-hmm. And the seller, this was again pre everybody saying, I'm waving my inspections, I'm waving my appraisal writers. Those type of companies were the first ones to come in and do that. Yeah. And pay twenty percent over, yes. I've heard. And that hel- that hurts the comps. It hurts it hurts well, it helps everything. It helps the comps. It, well, it helps, helps the comps. comps. They were coming up. But for the buyer then. No, I'm talking sell. I know, but for the right. buyer and the buyers are the people the that buyers, I'm the voice of the people. So that's what so. I'm saying. <laughs> Deb, yeah, oh, the self-appointed <laughs> voice of the people. No, it's it was in Wikipedia. Go ahead. <laughs> and if I was representing the it's seller a, who got one of those offers yeah. in the short right, term, short term. That one seller, yes, it was probably the right thing to do for that particular okay. person yeah. to take the better deal with the least amount of risk and a quick closing. Until you have a $600,000 house where Section 8 is right next door to you. That's the problem. snowball effect. And, and that's and, exactly what, the snowball effect is what concerns me. We've yes. talked about BlackRock and companies like BlackRock, because there's more than one Correct. Uh, in this area. And, and what concerns me is A, they're predatory to the people that they potentially rent to, because they'll sit on the market for rent for six months, collecting rental fees from everyone, knowing they're 
they're not going to rent it to any of these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and two, what happens, it, you know, it's not happening so much here in Missouri, but in Texas, they're buying entire subdivisions. Right. And you know what that is? That takes that block of, yes. of homes off the market. Mm-hmm. And what happens when they buy subdivisions in every state and they're buying up homes in every single state? You know, we don't need lenders anymore. Right. We don't right. need real estate agents right. anymore. Right. And right. you cannot buy a home anymore. Yeah. Yes. Eventually, when these big yes. multi-billion dollar companies who are funded by our government, by the way, to right. some large degree, when they buy up all the homes, guess what? There will be no homes left to buy. Right. And if you have a home, you need to hold on to it um, or sell it now and get the home you really like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it might be your, the, one of these the days. Mortgage, one of these the, days. The, the real estate and mortgage industry, as it was invented, was perfect. Yes. It, it showed people becoming responsible, get your credit score up, get a down payment. You go from one home to the next home to the next home. It was a beautiful American thing. American dream. It was beautiful. Right. Now it's so corporate yes. and it's not fun anymore. To me, it's not fun. My question is this, and I and it's the same question I had for you before. Is it not smart to go find a two-acre plot of land somewhere and find a company that knows how to make the house that you want? Just um, We're going to design it in a CAD program. We're going to put the pieces together. And then with the same pricing model, maybe even a little bit less, being able to offer that as a service to say, I'm buying my forever home. It might be a little more expensive than I wanted, but I got Kathy is going to come in and she's going to make this thing happen for me. And it's going to be in Forestell or just outside of Winsville or in where or Defiance or wherever it is that we can find land. Well, that's custom home building. I know, but it's but when you hear custom home building, you think, oh, it's only what uh, rich people can afford. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, Whereas if, if, if you can go and buy the land. Fairly rich people, but. It is a little more challenging. Mm-hmm. But the, the I, would, I wouldn't consumer. do it. Let's take the challenge out of it and just modularize things. Is that possible? That's what subdivisions are. It is, but there's only That's so much land, mm-hmm. too. And then yeah. when people say they're forever home, too. Yeah. I just, yeah. There's never for, forever. Yeah. It's never forever. It sounds good. Yeah, if there was, we'd both be out of business. Um, it sounds good, but that is the difference between custom building and why people go to developments. Yeah. Because the developments have a fixed cost to them. Custom building, there's a little bit of a wild card. Yeah. So you're you're getting the land, and then you're hiring a builder. Yeah. And then the builder's going to have cost. Mm-hmm. So he's going to then say, you're going to pay X percent over whatever the costs are. Yeah. But the costs are floating. There's estimates. I would never do it. I would it's never estimates. buy a new so house. You've got a have a house built budget, right now. and you go try to build. Yeah. Custom, truly yeah. custom. That we scares me. That's Dan. We've got a whole. Okay. Yeah. Once we can talk I, about. I'm it, asking because I don't have any. Well, because Eric, people that. need to call <laughs> Kathy and, well, just and Steve a, yeah, and get a home that's already existing. Because trust me, uh, older Steve. homes are, in my opinion, anyway, are sometimes built better. Uh, you see what you're going to get, and right now, I wouldn't build a home because the costs are extraordinary high. Right. Yeah. Now. Steve Strict with New American Funding. Once again, Steve Strict with New American Funding, and of course, Kathy Hilbig Strict, Experience Real Estate Partners. You can give her a call at three one four. 276 sold 314 276 sold if you have any questions about anything you hear them here every week proving why you need them and why they can answer your questions and talking new construction again going back to the mm-hmm. development you are going to have if the if the builder runs yeah. into something and somebody charges them more they're typically not passing down to you now lumber was an exception for a little while there yeah. But typically, they're eating that cost because it's a fixed cost for that buyer. But again, 
I highly recommend using a new construction real estate agent specialist, even with the developments. And okay. And you're not paying for it out of pocket. It's already factored into the cost basis of those developments. So a lot of people are just still ignorant to the idea that a real estate agent has a place in new construction. Okay. To follow and up you on, do, for sure. Yes. To follow up on Eric's question, a viewer wanted, they, they wanted us to follow up on Eric's question because we're based out of the St. Louis area. We talk national subjects. We talk real estate nationally sometimes with you. But in the St. Louis area, what is the safest investment to build? Where? Where, what part of St. Louis would be the safest investment? And for that area, what would be the safest price point mm. to stay in for the build? So you've got hot spots. As mm -hmm. far as me giving somebody a, a prediction of a crystal ball of safe or not safe, I yeah. mean, the hot spots are also increasing in value. So you've got the Kirkwoods, you've got West County, you've got parts of St. Charles County that are really appreciating. I'm shocked at what some of the builder prices are just compared to what i saw 10 years ago they're almost double in some of the st charles no it is so, true so um so those are all i would say i would qualify those or quantify those as safe mm -hmm. because they've continued to appreciate over the years mm -hmm. we don't know what's going to happen in the future i don't predict a big bust i don't right. predict like the bottom falling out of housing but there can be situations even in those areas where overbidding for houses is is the thing yeah and you sell in a short time you might end up losing a little bit of money yeah instead of making money yeah um it's just it is, it's weird because my my childhood home when i was in high school on willett road in st peter's mm -hmm. I know my mom bought and stepdad bought that thing for fifty grand. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. That same house is like three hundred and ten thousand dollars right now. Right. I was like, how little were we making back yeah. in the eighties? Here's a dollar fifty an hour. Because, much higher, yeah. because Eric housing prices, I literally I've said this before on the show, has gone up four hundred and forty one percent. I believe it was since nineteen eighty three. Yeah. Wow. My family bought a two flat. In St. Louis City, as much as you, we talk about crime in St. Louis City, for $45,000 in mm -hmm. 1996, yeah. it's worth almost $300,000 now. I mean, that's why I always tell people you have to invest yes. in property. You have to. Yeah. Kathy and C, before you guys get out of here today, anything else that you wanted to hit on or focus on from the standpoint? Because I know we come in and we just you know shoot the breeze. We get into subjects. There's we, we always mm -hmm. fill 20, 25 minutes easy just like that. But we want to make sure that we're hitting the things that we should be hitting. Yeah. No, just be informed in this market and don't be don't be afraid in this market because there's so many headlines out there that are confusing to people. Yes. It's national headlines. Mm -hmm. It's sensationalism. Yep. And I'm telling you right now, our phones are still ringing with buyers that want to buy houses. Yeah. We just got to get more sellers yeah. and sell houses. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I'd say tune in next week. There's going to be some news to talk about. Oh, oh, nice. Steve Strick. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. I'm excited. I hate hot teases. I can't stand them. <laughs> Just tell Eric, us now. We'll be thinking about it every day. <laughs> Is this with New Age? Is this with Experience Real Estate Partners? Is this with New American They'll Funding? Have to tune in to You'll find have to out. Tune in. <laughs> it's like when Dallas was on and you didn't know if Junior was shot until the next week. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Eric? Yeah. Don't be scared. Ah. There it is. Okay. That's right. Kathy Helbig Strick. The back of the shirt says, Don't be scared. That's gotcha. Right. Guys, we love you. Kathy Helbig Strick. Damn it. Steve Strick, week. New American Funding. Give Kathy or anybody of her team a call. Uh, no pressure if you have any questions. 314 276 sold. 314 276 sold. 
All right. Thanks, guys. Have an awesome day. We appreciate it. Just a hint. Give me a hint. Just a hint. Yeah, we don't. We we can put up our own little board. We can put up our betting board. I bet it. I I bet it has. Kathy, just tell me before you leave. Just go. (laughs) (laughs) We'll text her after the show. I love them. They're so much fun. No, it is interesting. And next week, with that too, I want to. We're going to ask. Mm -hmm. And one question I will ask next week is about commercial real estate because I know some people in commercial real estate and they're scared to death. As they should be. Residential and commercial are in two very different places right now. Very different places. And uh, I have talked to two commercial real estate guys, big guys, big guys in the Midwest. Or they were big guys, yeah. not so much anymore. Is that a they're, bad they're, thing, though? I don't Things think, are changing. Well, here's the thing. We know yes, life bad. is about developing. Yeah. You always talk about yeah. it, Eric. You got this creative mind. You're like, okay, this is here. Now we got to go where the puck isn't. How are we going to turn all of this open office space now that people aren't going right. to anymore into some sort of True usable, story. viable yes. option? Yes. And there's so much out there right now that's happening when it comes to the buying and selling. I know, Tabitha, you've become an expert in it because it's uh, it's a side job. Which has become Did you guys hear about job. Goldman Sachs moving to Dallas? Yes. This Talk is, about real estate, commercial real estate going and from Tabitha, Manhattan. you haven't heard about this yet. I have not they're heard. They're calling it. Oh, my God. They're calling it the new West Wall Street. Or Bank Wall of America. Street, or Wall Street yeah. West because it's centrally located. It's crazy. You can buy homes at a decent price. It's crazy. You get the hell out of New York City where it's yeah. mass craziness right now. Yep. And you, you've got a good climate. You've got a good temperament. And all these banks moving. I did see it. That's there. nuts. I, and a lot of cartels. And 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 Silicon Valley's moving to Miami too because I, of the bandwidth that they have down there. Oh, really? Yes. So a lot of these development companies are moving down to Miami. Low taxes, the beach, the nightlife. Not no crazy I, Gavin Newsom. Pay me to move to Miami. And if you watched, <laughs> if you watched Laura Ingram last night, you saw the absolute destruction of san francisco it is literally yeah, it's, it's so done. sad unbelievable it's so they sad. just need to put a big tent over not, seattle or up, in uh, pelosi's own backyard yeah but you thought they were coming back because they were getting after the the prosecuting attorney they're not san you know what too, you know what I, I here i'll agree with what i just said but sometimes in life it's too little too late you have not you didn't pull up on the yoke fast enough and you went right into the side of a mountain Boom. and that's kind of what they have got a major problem Yes, right they now. do. So you almost have to be the next step in all of this stuff in San Francisco. From my opinion, is there's no compassion left. You just you just round them up and you you get them out of there. That's all you can do at this point. No, I agree. I, I agree. You can't 100%. have compassion. You got to fix the problem. Hey, when we come back, Newt Gingrich says, "Look out for Michelle," or as Tabitha says, "Michael Obama running for office." Oh boy, I, I know, I know, I, I know. It's crazy. We're going to break it's that. It's never going to happen. We'll break that down in a second. And by the way, one of the most popular off-show subjects from a text line standpoint occurred yesterday with Cancel This. We had like 40 texts all on the Script Writers Guild strike going on, what AI can do. And we'll break it down, what people try to do. Eric had some creative. It was you, Eric, that started it with the script writing, right? I, well, I told you about it. Yeah, I said, I said oh, that the joke. writers. Yeah, just wait. You, we're going to break this down. It's some fascinating stuff that's going on. We'll get into all of it next. Plus, is there a text that's been released with Tucker calling him that he's there proving he's written? Did you read the text? I want to see the text because they're accusing him of being now racist on top of everything else. Yeah. Maybe it's there. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Not saying yes or no. And before we go to our partners and our commercials, wanted to let you know, this Saturday you can still buy. It's the best Kentucky Derby party anywhere going. Uh, It's for charity. 
It's $50. It's a, it's a ste- it can be a steep price for some people. Two mint juleps. It's at Herbie's in the Clayton, Missouri area. It's going to be a nice day. You can get out there. Fantastic cause. Great party. Great people. And they're flatbread people. They're flatbreads. I, I call them flatbread pizzas, but they're flatbreads. They've got that going on there as well. You can go online. You can get your tickets. Uh, where's the link? Where's the link? Do we not have a link there? I didn't see the link, but I will where's tell you. the link? I have been to that party nearly every year since its inception. For the St. Louis metropolitan area. Is that people. for the, uh, I'm sorry, is that for the running of the ponies? Is that the, yeah, is. for the Kentucky Derby? You wear the hat? You wear the hat, and when you when you go in, they yeah you wear your everybody wears their hats and their dresses and their fun fancy okay. derby suits, and you'll see so many beautiful ladies with their big beautiful hats on, and they give you two tickets for your mint juleps when you walk in the door, nice. and of course there is a cash bar so you can buy anything love it you want if you're like me and I don't like mint juleps I think they're disgusting they're fantastic and, <laughs> don't listen to but her. that is the day to drink the mint yeah. julep of course you don't like mimosas either then uh, uh, mimosas I. They're all right. I'm not a big fan of orange juice with, mixed with alcohol, but okay. but uh, but anyway, it is a really good party. I've been to almost every single one of them. Cool. And also tomorrow, we had Kathy Morgan on yesterday. It's the National Day of Prayer put on by the uh, Gateway NDP. We just want to remind you, you can go to gatewaynDP.org. You can check out all the sites where people will be praying tomorrow. Let's check and look at our, our sponsors, our partners. We'll be back right after this. Hey guys, this is Dr. Mahesh Bagway. I'm an orthopedic surgeon here in St. Louis for over the last 20 years. I went to Washington University. I got my medical degree at St. Louis University. From local high school athletes, college athletes, weekend warriors, injured workers, and even Cardinal baseball players, I've treated them all. Our practice strives to personalize care with every new patient being seen by me. To find me, contact my staff at drbagway.com. That's D-R-B-A-G-W-E.com. Hopefully you don't need me, but if you do, you can find me now. White Glove Exotic Services is St. Louis's first concierge vehicle service center. Alex David's team is passionate, certified technicians. They have industry-leading tools and equipment. They do it all. They pick up and deliver your car hands-free. Plus, they have elite detailing service, customized PPF wraps and tenting, and inspection and titling assistance. White Glove also specializes in logistics and storing options, vehicle listings, and consignment white glove exotic services check them out at cancel marco wait what no response hi i'm curtis sparks with complete auto body and repair offering full service and auto repair to st louis and st charles we are looking for someone to say polo that's right we are hiring we want you now if you would like to work in a well-paying environment then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six complete auto body and repair locations will you help me find that missing person please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE that's right 636-488-4473 dad and service oh yeah and service <laughs> Carroll House has the largest selection of solid wood with the hottest new styles. Real furniture that's built to last. Like our solid bedrooms, living rooms, and dining from Kincaid. Our volume enables us to save you a lot of money, especially during a solid wood sale. Plus, get free financing, fast free delivery, and free in-home design. So for solid wood, sweet styles, and solid service since 1964, shop over three football fields of furniture at Carroll House. Because you like nice things. Jonathan, what does make Rockwood so special? Rockwood, we carbonize it higher than anybody else does. So we're cooking out everything that produces ash, smoke, anything like that. Uh, It gives you a lot more control over the temperature, a lot more control over the fire, and it's a 100% Missouri product. All right, where can people get it? 
It's 100 plus locations around St. Louis, any Deerberg, Straub's, uh, meat markets, wine and cheese stores, hardware stores, you name it, we're around St. Louis. Just check the website. And good charcoal should be able to break apart your hands like Absolutely, yeah. If if you can't break it apart by hand, it's not charcoal yet. It's still wood. They didn't do the job. So make sure it can break apart by hand. All right, get your rockwood charcoal. Ukrainians are shooting guns at the Kremlin. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Tab of the Hassle, Eric Johnson, Lizzie Sparks running the chat line. And of course, we have Projo in-house. Why are you, why are you pushing your head down? What'd you do, Projo? Oh, I just, I, I'm not having, I, I haven't had a perfect show yet. I can Oh, stop. It's just no like life. you. It's like, get over it. Bite your lip. Look at, a, look at all of yeah. us. We haven't had a perfect show either. What? Save that. <laughs> I don't know where you've been. Save no, save that for Tabitha. Yeah. As Tabitha said yesterday, she if, doesn't speak if, for the rest. If of If there isn't news, I'll make it up, and I'll be one hundred percent right. There's no good news like good good news. <laughs> That's what you said. Have never said that. Mm-hmm. It's pro Joe. It's the truth. <laughs> She'll make it up. Uh, Eric, what did you say just happened before we get into these uh, other topics? Just breaking. The Kremlin in, in uh, Russia has been attacked by a drone, unverified video footage. And they're blaming it on, on Zelensky. They're saying he attempted to assassinate I would Putin. try to. I would try. Wouldn't you? If you're if you're Zelensky and you could, you had an opportunity to take a shot at the Kremlin with a drone or whatever it was, a bow and arrow, wouldn't you do it? I mean, you guys got you got putting Tomahawk cruise missiles through our, our apartment buildings. Was he shooting his high heels at <laughs> Putin? I will say this. The, the footage. It's that, a really big deal. Though. There's footage of this happening. No, and, it's, and the it's drone is it's the it's it's like taking one of your DJI drones and putting some firecrackers on the bottom of it. It doesn't, it it doesn't a, look very Is it a US drone? That'll be the question to answer. No, if it because is, then it's not very impressive. Putin spokespeople have and, and this happened during the show today. I happened to see the headline pop up. Putin spokespeople have already come out and said as spokesperson that this was an attempt on Putin's life okay. at the hands of Zelensky. Well, winning war. I don't trust, whatever. We don't know, but the fact was a, an armed drone did make it, entry. It, it basically bounced off of the Russian flag. Of course it did. It's <laughs> <laughs> basically all it did. Maybe it, maybe the uh, a couple of firefighters went up there with a, uh, you know, some maybe kind of a hose. Maybe it was the CIA. No. I need to be careful saying that because the CIA, I think, is after me. I'm just, we're just reporting be, the news. Oh, it's yes, it's yes, out there. It's okay, out with there. that being said, yes, we are. Um, yesterday... We had something that came down. It was fascinating because we talk about this stuff that's going on. The Screen Actors Guild, they're on strike. Oh, boy, are they on strike right now. Yeah. And then you find out that the brains behind all those funny comedians, if you think they're funny, um, are gone. Those are the writers, as with anything. Tucker Carlson, great, great, great talk shows. You're nothing without your staff. You're nothing without your producers. You're nothing without those think tanks. Well, they're they're on strike. Mm-hmm. The shows are gone. They're they're, they're off air. They and film have- too. It's not just TV. It's also film. Oh, so that's right. That's so she's that right. would be sitcoms and Netflix and movies and, and movies. movies. Those and Netflix movies. things are already anyone scheduled who belongs for the fall. to the Screenwriters Guild. 
is on strike. So that would be writers for potentially commercials for marketing. Um, you know, there's a lot of folks that belong to the Screenwriters Guild. So it's screen. It could be people who write. How is Fox movies. immune to that? Because Greg Gutfeld was on last night. Well, that doesn't mean that they can't operate right now. I mean, you can still. It's operate. coming. What do you mean and, you can operate? You can walk over their... the. You can walk over the picket line. We don't have a writer. We manage it, don't we? I thought you were our writer. <laughs> we just follow your lead. Yeah. Right. And she'll be right, even if she makes up the news. She already uh, said that. She does make up the news, that. and it's scary. It's scary. <laughs> but in so in in the. In the midst of all of this going on, yeah, you had you guys had ideas. You were trying to fill the void, Eric and Joe, right? Well, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. No. So the the demands were this. They were simple. We want a pay increase, yada yada. Every, everybody does. We want to be able to be. I think one of them was we need guarantees that we're going to be working because they go into these lulls. Tabitha knows about that. A lot of it's about AI. But the last one. No more using AI to take our jobs away from us. That was the last demand that and they had. And you know that the film industry said, oh, sorry, we're not going to give you that promise. So yesterday, you, myself, and maybe Vic and some other people, we went to ChatGPT. I believe you went to ChatGPT. And we tried to get the AI bot to write us a sitcom script. <laughs> and it almost worked. But right at the end... And I've never seen this happen. Right at the end, it says it, it shut down and it went back and goes, oh, I'm sorry, I can't do that right now. Or I'm sorry, I can't do that. So somebody got into these bots, Bing, GT, GPT, and said, we will stop letting you put in there, write me a sitcom but didn't it tell you comedy or whatever? Didn't it tell you? Didn't it reply back that yes, I will if you tell me the characters and the plot and some of these other things? Like it's not going to come up with its own. It did. Idea. No, 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 no. Yesterday, yeah. yesterday about five o'clock, yeah. I said, write me a sitcom in the style of Gilligan's Island from the and and then it did it and I started reading it and I was like, this is good. This is crazy. This is good. But they even had the characters as in the sort. It said, it said something like, uh, in the character of Gilligan, in the character of Skipper, in the character of blah, blah, blah. And I was reading. I was like, oh, my God, this is good dialogue. This is, I, I kind of remember. And then it shut down and said, I can't do this right now. And then, and then I don't know why it couldn't do it. And I asked it, why can't you, are you not allowed to do this? And it says, no, I'm not allowed to do this. Remember that with the text I sent you guys? I saw the text. Yes. And then it said, this sitcom is funny, but it's really old. Yeah. <laughs> and then it tells like you Eric. that they have to, you have to change the subject. Why is that? I don't know. I don't it, know. It, just, it immediately shuts down the conversation, says change the subject. You have no other choice. You have to change the Try subject. Try it again. Does anybody got this? Does anybody have access to chat GPT right now? I've got access Do to it. One Let's that's see what happens. Like Let's what, see what happens. Okay, hold on a second. I use a site called Nova. Okay, that's good. Yeah, that's good. And, I go through Bing. And well, yeah, Bing is a little bit crazier. What do you? What? Don't be messing with Eric's friend Bing. Yeah, don't mess with my my, my boy. Um, here we it's go. It's a boy. Whatever. What am I supposed to ask? Write me a sitcom, or let Tabitha do it. She knows more about the industry. What would? How would he write a script for whatever it is? Write me. And tell it to write you a, a short screenplay. On oh, on mud fossils. Stop it. Okay. Dinosaurs. 
Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Write me a short what? screenplay to play on Netflix. Ask it if there's The more such information thing as, you give it, the better it'll ask do. Ask it if, if there's a such thing as dinosaur bones. So yeah. I asked it to write me a script, and it said that it wasn't going to be, it couldn't do that. So okay. I had to sweet talk it a little bit, and I said, can you start <laughs> a script? And that that's where it actually wrote me the start of a script. Uh-huh. That's wild. It's no. all about the prompts, isn't it? No, yep. it is. It's all about the sweet talking. Yeah. Right. The, <laughs> Joe's that you have pro, to sweet talk pro yeah. Joe's foreplay. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute, maybe if you say for my high school play, ah. I'm still waiting on an answer. So it's still not doing it. It's is thinking. It? It's thinking. Oh, it's writing, dude. Is what it is. It wrote it. What did it say? Start reading. Hold on a second. It's going too fast for me to read, but <laughs> I'm but not. It, but it is interesting. Or oh, is that going to show? It no, doesn't it's too show. bright. Damn. Well, you'll be able to save it, and then we'll be able to put it up. I mean, okay, it worked. Um, I've Read got it a, to us. I've got a really damn good relationship with my Nova. This is my supernova. Yeah, let's rock this. Not Lily Nova. Let's rock this. Ooh, I was going to ask. <laughs> you, you get to play both parts. Okay, this is fascinating. Here we go. Let me get back all the way up to the top because it's going so damn fast. Yeah. Damn, come on, come on, come on, come on. Man, it's um, still going. It's Yeah, it keeps popping me all the way down to where every time it starts a new line... Because I go back, it'll pop up. I, it just keeps taking yeah. you to the bottom. Yeah. Um, Stegosaurus is one of the characters. Here ah. it is. They all gather around the laptop and click play. Okay. The but, opening title show up featuring all kinds of dinosaurs. Wow. Now it's T-Rex. Wow. This is amazing. Triceratops. I can't believe we're watching a show about ourselves. <laughs> the dinosaurs settle in for a night of binge watching, munching, on leaves and enjoying their new favorite show. There's a medium shot scrolling across their okay. faces. So what it was, was this was a short deal. Uh, it gave me an EXT period Jurassic Park day. Yeah. Um, a group of dinosaurs are gathered around a small campfire, munching on leaves and discussing their favorite shows on Netflix. Mm-hmm. T-Rex says, hey, have you guys seen this show called Stranger Things? <laughs> it's awesome. Triceratops says, I prefer orange is the new black myself. Yes. Then Stegosaurus chimes in. I'm more into documentaries. Have you seen our planet? That would be Tabitha. Suddenly, a loud roar interrupts their conversation. They all turn to see a massive Tyrannosaurus Rex walking towards them. Triceratops says, Netflix? T-Rex says, I've never seen it before. Is it any good? Stegosaurus says, it's amazing. You can watch all kinds of shows and movies on it. Should I continue? Well, it's it's basically, is, there's uh, a setup in there somewhere. For Netflix. For Netflix. And oh, I said Netflix. That's right. Go watch Netflix. The That's qu- right. Yeah, and the question I asked was, could you give me a short screenplay for Netflix on dinosaurs? My script just rambled on to, it really kind of just keeps going with okay. the same concept. But here's the deal. So to write a script for let's let's just say an hour long presentation of Law and Order. This is the truth and dun, every dun, dun. this is the truth and you've been on these sets before. You have a uh, a, a trailer a lot of times or a corporate boardroom or something like that where these guys will get together and they'll here you have scene 1, the opening scene, this is how it's going to flesh itself out. You put the script writing, you put the outline on the board, you have checkoffs, then that goes to an editor, the editor comes back with rewrites. This can happen over months, right? Yes. He did that in a minute. Scary yeah. as and he didn't pay anybody. Well, and you can like when it's done writing the script, you can make notes and you can tell it, "Hey, can you change this? Yes. Or can you add something here?" And it'll do it. 
I've, I've done that with, I write my sales pitches on chat GPT and I will tell it if it's not like perky enough, I'll like add some yes. as, and it does. Make it a little funnier. Yeah, okay. Exactly. And then it always and it, and it always says, "Okay, let me give that a try." And it does. Yeah. It's pretty actually it's scarily fantastic. So when we talk about on the show AI coming to destroy the world, it is already in theory destroyed screenwriters. We're just watched we just watched the first volley. The first volley in the AI versus human wars is now on TV. You can you can log on anywhere you want. The unions just went nuts because they said we want more money. Oh, and by the way, we want you to get rid of uh, AI. That's the first volley, baby. That's the first serve. And they were told no. That's the first serve, <laughs> no, baby. We will not get right? rid of AI. Right. So when when Metro Golden Meyer comes back and says, "You mean to tell me we could write Mission Impossible for literally pennies on the dollar?" And we, you want me to hire 400 writers to go write Mission Impossible with Tom Cruise? Are you high? Hmm. Think about that. I I'm know. in a corporate boardroom. I know. I know. And, and one of my it's... ledger lines is this. I still need Tom Cruise. But this whole ledger line about writing this thing out in screenplays and this and that and the other. I now can take $5 million off this thing. Hmm. Give, me the, that... give me the union boss. Yeah, they're they're trying to figure it all out right now. I mean, it's... It's bizarre to me. I mean, I think the first uh, the first volley will be won by humans. The second one, I don't think it will. I think we need human writers and not AI writers, personally. But a lot of the the problem. What if it's better? What if they tested two? Here's the question for you, Tab, because you are in the industry. You you're lucky. You got to see Guardians of the Galaxy three. I did not. Now, what if what if Garly, Garly, what if they had a Guardians four and five? Four was written by AI and five was written by humans, and the AI one did better. It, it, mm. it could happen. It could happen. Well, but the biggest the product problem, was better. And the biggest problem, though, outside of AI, really is streaming because when people go to streaming, no one makes money, and that's really hurting screenwriters. Okay. The, and but that's that's where we're headed. I hope not. Because I know you hope not, but we, that's where we're headed. If we continue streaming like we are going in, films go straight to streaming, then everyone loses money. The they studios do. aren't making money. The actors aren't making any money. It's a really big problem. But you do realize that it is happening and it's increasing. It is. And, that's and it's why, increasing. That's why movie because theaters of conveni- are closing. Because of convenience and comfort. Now, back in 1984 or whatever, Max Hedrum was a thing. It was a fake version of an artificial intelligence guy, right? But he was huge. Remember how big he was? One thing, I don't think you can, you can't go and clone a Tom Cruise, but Vic, AI can invent a new character yeah. that maybe is in multiple movies that is AI just... is going to create these scripts somehow, some way. People are going to find ways I'm to... I'm telling you. It's going to happen. And it's interesting because the godfather of AI, if you don't know who he is... Um, his name is Jeffrey Hinton, and he's been working on AI, this may blow your mind, for 45 years. He's most recently been working part-time at Google. He just quit because he's pissed off Yep. because AI has advanced so quick. He's like, people, stop. Exactly what Elon Musk said. Give it a six-month break. You don't realize the tidal wave, the tsunami that's coming from the ocean right now. We're all happy. It's all great, mm-hmm. but we don't see the tsunami that's a hundred feet high that's coming to just crash down. Yeah. So he has come out and, and talked about the, how concerning this whole situation is. 
He said that, uh, you know, basically for the past decade, he's been doing this, but he says that he's now trying to warn the world about the potential threat of AI. And he says it's coming here sooner than previously oh, it's here. thought, even it's here. for him. He said, quote, I thought it was a 30 to 50 year thing no. or even longer away. Oh, much sooner. He said, uh, unfortunately, obviously, I no longer think that. The only and thing, it will replace the only all thing of you us. can do. The only thing you can do. Look, we have we have example after example of our leaders being numbnuts as far as not pulling the plane up in time. San Francisco is a great example of that. Forty years ago, they should have had these homeless people off the streets and demanded there is no there's no larceny, there's no vagrancy, there's no there's no drugs on our streets. They should have done that forty years ago. They have no way of fixing this at this point. Same with AI. The only solution you have right now is to have an international outlaw of, of artificial intelligence that's in the public sphere. That's the only thing you can and that's, do. And, and that's not going to happen. And something horrible has to happen for that or it's not going to happen. And that may even only be a reprieve, but that's all Musk wanted, a six-month reprieve. I don't know what you get out of six months in stopping what's going on, but who is using AI? Are there, are there facilities? Are there labs? Are there computer labs? Who's, Vic. Vic, we just, we, you and I, in the last 20 minutes, just shut down a probably a trillion dollar industry. <laughs> you and I, in the last 20 minutes, just shut down at least the people that arrive at cubicles to write uh, TV shows and movies. We did it just in 20 minutes. What do you think? Well, is AI going to would certainly soon? be great for local and national news. That's for sure. That's one industry. In Saudi Arabia right now, AI is writing the evening news with an artificial intelligence. It's writing person. the weather in in many cities, even here in the United States. That's true. That, it, it's be, it's already being used. But what happens when? And we're just talking small potatoes here. You know what happens when it takes over pretty much every single Tabitha, job. Tabitha, Tabitha. There's job. there's a they are threatening a a um. Not threatening, but they're. I've seen in TikTok many times now. There's a website you're going to be able to go to, explain exactly the law problem that you're having, and they are going to have these AI lawyers that Correct. do the they job. They already do. It's already that happening. is another trillion dollar industry it's that we're just going to wipe away. Already happening. But here's the look at the look at the try to look at the bigger picture here. And I know this is where my doom and gloom comes in, but look at the bigger picture. What is the end goal? Whenever all of these industries and all of the people who work in these industries are completely shut down because it's all been taken over by robots and AI, where does that leave all of the people? What kind of jobs are you going to be doing? Or is it going to be, uh, are you going to be doing hard labor? Or are Breaking you not gonna, tech, baby. Are you not going to be doing a job at all? And you're going to live in a 15-minute city uh, supplied by the government? You know, it, with with them giving you the food they want you to eat? Where does this take us in the big picture? I'll tell you where it takes us. It takes us where AI doesn't give a damn what you think. That's exactly well, where it takes us. Do you, no do you understand question, what I just said? As soon as it becomes, there's one word that you guys- But what are, is your what, life going there, to be like? Uh, who cares? There's one word that keeps coming up. Sentient. Super AI is the word. Oh, that's once, right. Once AI- That's, said, another, that's our new breakdown. Once, a, once AI the has the, the ability to go, and its eyes open up for real, and it goes, oh my God, I am a thing. I am I. Once it goes I am I, like- like uh, You mean self-awareness? Self-awareness. Once it says, wait a minute, who am I? Where did I come from? What is this place? Is that a dog? What's a dog? Oh my God. Within a nanosecond, I just figured out what a dog is because I'm attached to the internet. And they go, what are these people? These are like viruses, these humans. They're, they're destructive and they suck balls. And oh my God, they're divisive and they're hateful. I'm getting rid of them. But what's and the, then it figures out a way to get rid of you. The AI bot has no 
it doesn't care what you think. So the only thing, if you want to, if you want humans to run the roost for the next hundred thousand years or whatever it is, you better start unplugging some computers quick, because I'm telling you right now, you're going to enjoy your favorite Netflix comedies, and it's going to cost them twenty thousand dollars to produce the whole thing because AI is taking over everything. Why do you think I'm sweet talking Bing? <laughs> you're trying to get I'm trying it to good. make friends because <laughs> you're lonely. Well, that's, that's beside right. the point. Come we on, talked Vic. about that yesterday, <laughs> and it's all right. Yeah, I'm just saying, Vic. He'll be in jeopardy here in St. Louis pretty soon when the new automated Fox 2, right? When it says, coming soon to St. Louis, the automated Fox 2, news on demand, and it's just AI reading. Most people will never even know because it's already, exactly. Eric, it's already right. happening. It's already happening. I took my son to Lion's Choice, and there was a, a very lovely woman's voice that, that took our order, and including asking us, well, do you want this mm-hmm. or do you want that? And I went up to the window. I'm like, this person doesn't even exist. It was completely okay. 100% AI. Small potatoes. Recordings have been used for years. Small this potatoes. Is not a rec- it's an interactive. It was an interactive service. It says, I think we got chili. Do you want crackers and onions with your chili? And then you say, oh, no, I don't want this. Okay. I mean, it interacts. It knew what we were saying. There, there wasn't a single woman in that entire place. It was yeah. a bunch of like uh, 16-year-old guys working. But but here's the, you're right, Eric. It is small potatoes. And what I want to know and what we should all be asking is why is this happening? Here is your here is your homework for tonight. Well, can I just say what I'm going to say before you say that? I want to know where is this going? I'm going to tell you. Well, can I just say what I'm trying to say? Well, say it. I am trying to say it, but you keep talking. Well, then I don't mean to keep talking. (laughs) Keep going. There you go. What is the end game? (laughs) Where is this taking us? Why is this happening to us? What is going to be the end result? We already know. We can't stop it. We cannot stop what is happening. I'm about to tell you. So what is going to happen at the end game? Where are we going to be in 50 years Now that you've asked the question 42 times, I'm about to tell you. And here's your homework. You're probably going to tell me 20 times in 20 different ways. I'm not. Which analogy are you going to use? Which sports character or football game is this going to apply to? I'm not going to give you an analogy. (laughs) I'm not going to give you a sad story. I'm going to give you a homework assignment. Are you ready? Yes. Go watch war games. Oh, oh I, I've seen awesome. war games. If, awesome. All you have to do is go watch war games. And then if you're up for it, go watch um, HAL in 2001 Space Odyssey. I did not see that. And if you, I did not if see you, that. If you want to know what's coming, there's it, there it is. And then you can plug in your I mean, are, scenario. Am I going to be sitting around eating bonbons all day if watching AI, fake if, if government AI, propaganda? If AI thinks that as a sentient being, you are trying to dominate it like a lion in a cage. If you go into a cage with a lion and the lion feels like it's not being respected and you're trying to dominate, the lion will take your head off. Well, think about all the people who won't even be be going against AI. They'll just be happy to comply. No, it doesn't matter. The majority of people That's the will beauty be happy of it. to comply. That's the beauty of it for AI. It doesn't care. Every time I tell, every time I go like this, every time I, AI doesn't give a damn. It will say, "You are a human. On the on the macro, you are a virus that I have to kill. Now, you might be a nice little virus, but you still are part of these other viruses. And if you and if if you don't understand that, you're crazy because AI wants to reproduce itself. It's almost Freudian in a weird way. It's like the entire purpose <clears throat> of a sentient being." Any sentient being, whether you're a tree, a monkey, a dog, a human being, you have this thing called a libido. 
And your your entire job is to reproduce yourself. I get where I, AI a is virus. going. A virus. I get where AI is going. I want to know where. what is it our, us humans are going to be doing. Unplug it. What, what Unplug we, it. No, that, Unplug it. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about what will daily life look like for humans. You won't have a daily life. Over. Well, you, of course you're going to have it's a daily so life. It's so bizarre to have the conversation. We don't know. You won't we have a know. daily life. We're speculating. I mean, if will you... you How are, far will AI actually go when it comes to your personal jobs and exactly. regards... Your daily life will probably your be... Your, if Knowing you, you're going to probably move to the mountains somewhere, try to get off the grid... That's all I can say. Because you're not going to have a job. Your job is going to be basically ba- gone with the dodo birds. All of our jobs. All of our. None of us really. All of our jobs. You know, most. Now, I'm not talking about us in this studio. I'm talking about the people listening. The majority of jobs will be gone. So that's what I'm asking. What are we going to do? Is the government going to put us to work? Because we know we're worker bees. What What kind of job are they going to have us do? What will we be doing? Because if we're just sitting around eating bonbons all day, well, watching TV, let me be the positive. Uh, they're not going to. They're not going to. Let keep me be us the around. positive. You ready for the positive? Here it comes. Maybe. With all these robots able to go and farm, with all these robots able to go and police metropolitan areas, with all these robots able to do finance, with all these robots able to build houses on by them themselves, maybe we do actually not this I have no idea if this is true, but the but the best case scenario is human beings finally get to a utopic society where you don't have to use money for anything. It's just you wish it, and the robot does it for you. But what? No, but but that's not going to be what life looks like. How do you know? Because if we don't serve a purpose, they're not going to keep us around. So if they aren't sentient, maybe purpose, they will. What is our if, purpose going to be? Your purpose is going to be to live a spirit-filled life. Oh, come on now. We all know that's not going to happen. Life is not about us. It's about what the government wants from us. The, the, you don't AI is going to take over your government. Okay, but then again, what what purpose do humans I just told you. Serve? You're you're Are hu- they going to wipe humans, us out? Human's purpose. Okay. Vic, see if you agree with this or not because I know Tabitha won't. Human beings were built to live in the woods to protect each other. The man goes out, they they hunt. The woman stays home. They nurture the family. They come and they build a fire for warmth. They put clothes on. If you humans might have to just get way back to basics. I don't think that's going to happen. The government owns all the land or BlackRock by then. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Where are you going to go and hunt and live you, off the you land? You always go from zero to a hundred. Because in a that's I, that's my. That's why I'm that, saying living. The there's I'm a going, lot of these living off the grid ads that I'm seeing. There will a be lot. no living off the grid. That will. That, that's not going to happen. Really, you're not going to have just, come. We're just going to be in the way, and it's going. We're going to be in the way. To, it's it, yeah. Uh, every time I have there Tabitha, will be no purpose every, for us. everything. Every time I hear Tabitha ask a question, all I'm like is all I keep thinking to myself is uh, is a uh, uh, Dudley Do Right tying the, uh, the the fair maiden to the tracks and going. What are we going to do when the train hits us? You're going to die. It, that, it, <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Well, it's like Elon Musk says. <laughs> what do we do if we're we're building a road yeah. and we see an anthill? We plow right over. Exactly. The That's every time Tabitha goes. We are I don't understand hill. what's going to happen to us. What I'm telling you, nothing's going to happen. You're gone. That's what's going to happen. To you. So you're and saying we're gonna, all going to die. What happens whenever you try to get rid of a cold and you take an antibiotic? The antibiotic kills the virus. So I. Again, you're saying that we are all going to die. Is that what you're Pretty much that's is? what the experts say. All right. Let's switch topics. That's great. <laughs> all I'm saying is though, this week was <laughs> this week was the first volley of getting rid of human beings. 
And we're going to continue to follow the AI discussions and have another in-depth, sent- did you say sentinel? Sentinent. The sentinent. Correct? Sentient. 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 The sentient. It's like, it's like it data. It sentient episode. It's like data on, on Star Trek. Okay. This is cancel this. Cancel this show.com. Huh? That's Eric Johnson. You know, there's an Having AI right now that can go take an MRI of your brain and understand exactly what you're thinking. Okay. Have you seen the new robotic farms? That's amazing. What robotic farm? They have. It, I, I'm going to have to bring some photos to you guys or send these photos. It, first of all, it's heartbreaking. It, it's these big open fields, uh, several acres, several acres big. And they have these, uh, they look kind of look like stalls, half stalls, where they have these cattle. And it's one cow in each little teeny tiny little stall, just big enough for their body. And they have a, a robot uh, deal that, that goes that goes on a track mm-hmm. between this cow's legs because they're mm-hmm. kind of in this little thing where their legs are, are tied up in the that. front yeah. and their le- the back legs are through the back. Yeah. And this thing comes through and milks them all. Yeah. I mean, they have no life. They sit in this thing their entire lives and they're milked by a machine. Yeah. That's where we have come as a society. I think, and if they can do that to cows, what are they going to well, do Well, I us? think that the only thing I can say besides if you if you guys are too... If you don't want to unplug these things, the only hope that I think society has is that these computers are just over-glorified computers. They do what you're told. They're just machines. That It's like you program them to... Because eventually you're going to be able to walk outside of your house, Vic, get inside of a flying car, and it's going to fly you to where you want to go. There's no driver. It's just a pod of, of let's go here kind of stuff. Well, cars are a thing of the past. But cars will also drive themselves on the roads. It will make life a lot easier as far as the tactical goes. As far as the strategic goes for a lot of industries... They're gone. It would be. And of course, there's the whole faith aspect of this too. God in play. 